fortitude. It says here, St. Gabriel, God's strength. The archangel Gabriel, God's strength, fortitude and toughness. And it reads, his intervention in the incarnation, the annunciation to Mary and to Zechariah. The mystery of God's call, the vocation, is both light and strength. You are my God, my strength. The Lord is my rock. Our fortitude is on loan. And what is it we have to do? Which is, in a way, quite mysterious, because uh, what, I, what you, what I have to do is to master myself. Uh, it's quite easy to uh, try to dominate others but most difficult to dominate myself. And that's quite mysterious. The Because uh, notice the church in the Second Vatican Council, in Gaudium Spes 24, that the man is the only earthly being God has willed for itself, finds himself, becomes himself, only by the sincere gift of himself. But to become gift, he has to own it. You can't give away what you don't own. So if you don't master yourself, you can't give yourself away. And so you're a, a victim always of your uh, humors, feelings, emotions of the moment from below, anger, and uh, which is, becomes dissipated quickly, and then there's nothing left, just ashes. And so the fortitude, the real fortitude, is to master self. Notice, notice uh, the connection of the, um, the, um, the virtues of prudence, justice, fortitude, and temperance. Prudence is seeing the truth, which is Christ, and the self as other Christ, and people as other Christs, and everything in function of them. That's, that's vision, that's truth. Um, justice is to act according to that truth. Otherwise, it's not justice. Uh, fortitude is having done the good to persevere in it. And to persevere in the good is this continuous mastery of myself. So I have to keep saying yes, and I have to keep yes to the other, yes to Christ, yes to the vocation, yes to the call, no to the, to the sin in me which is the disobedience in which I want to do my will, my feelings, my, my pleasures, my attachments, my perfection. And so the cardinal virtues of prudence, justice, fortitude, and then temperance, we're not going to go into it, but temperance is the, um, what does temperance do? Prudence is to see, justice is to do, uh, fortitude is to hang on, um, continue, persevere, and then temperance is the detachment, the poverty of everything. You have to leave everything. And if you are detached, then you're able to see. In other words, without temperance, you can't, you can't be prudent. You can't see. And so there's a concatenation of the last virtue with the first. I have to be temperate in order to be prudent. I have to be prudent in order to be able to, to be just. To be just, I... Uh, I, I have to be able to see, and then the the question we're at now is the, the fortitude in doing it, and which is uh, fundamentally to master myself. 
And to do that uh, is, we can't do that without, this is, this is where the meaning of us is, Lord, is you. Uh, Jesus Christ is the revelation of man, and you are the prototype of all of us, that you, a divine person, masters his human created will that had become all, become all sin. He made, he made you to be sin. Yes, five, 2 Corinthians 5.21. I keep going back to that. I only know one, one text here, <laughs> but it's the, it is the text. is 2 Corinthians 5.21. He made him to be sin who knew nothing of sin. And so, Lord, you became sin, which is a, ten- which is a tendency to disobedience. So you have that freedom, which was basically, and I don't know much here, but the council, uh, the third council of Constantinople talks about the, the human will of Christ, the freedom of the will, the human created will of Christ that is loaded with all the sin of all men of all, ca- all time. And that, and that human will, of course, is dynamized by your personal being, your active existence, as St. Thomas says. And so that you master yourself your mastery of yourself uh, is the prototype of what we have to do in order to be truly men, because you are the meaning of man. I mean, none of us, Catholic, non-Catholic, Protestant, atheist, anything, you, can, you are the meaning of, of man. And so all of us have to go and learn from you the mastery of self uh, in order to master ourselves, in order that we can be who we are, to master self to be able to give ourselves away. And to give ourselves away is to give, is to give, is to give ourselves away the way you give yourself away. You are the son of the Father. You are pure obedience and relation to the Father. And that is called divinization. And that's what our Father's talking about. And that's what the whole ascetical life is about, is this struggle to master self, to give self away. In where? In small things. It's, it's precisely what, this is where Opus Dei is, is major for the really the revelation of living Christ out in the church for all time really is the mastery of self in ordinary life it's it's the spirit that is given to the church to live out the um, of Abraham to the covenant with the Lord till the end of time the, the life of faith of because faith is giving self away is conversion so the fortitude then is finishing work, <laughs> and of course, you, you, to shout it out like that uh, is to shout out a topic that is completely, uh, completely overstay, and it's and it's everywhere. You can go to Jesuits, you can go to Dominicans, you can go anywhere you want for spiritualities, but ultimately, it's going to come back. It's going to come to this: is the finishing of work. And our Father, and that's why the spirit of the work is so, so critical, is so critical in the church. It's the whole Second Vatican Council. And, <clears throat> and our Father, in uh, working for God, he says, many people begin, but few finish. You have that experience, I have that experience. And we who are trying to behave as God's children have to be among those few. Remember that only work that is well done which is a self-mastery, finishing, and lovingly completed, deserves the praise of the Lord, which is to be found in Holy Scripture. Better, and this is what our Father, and of course I was there, 
in the garden of, of Villa Tavari on January 9th, 1960. Apparently that's the date. I thought it was 61, but it's 60. Uh, that uh, we're all sitting there, 200 of us or so, uh, in the garden. And um, I don't even remember whether our father was there in the garden, but he was in the get-together afterwards up in the fifth, on the fifth floor of Uffici. No, in the second floor of... Uh, and uh, Jesus gets up on a ladder and he takes this parchment or paper or whatever it was that I get, our father had written which was melior est finis quam principium. Better is the end than the beginning. And he had Jesus put the, the, this scripture, but it wasn't scripture. It's, it's, a, it's a saying, I guess. But better is the end than the beginning. And uh, had it inserted in the brick that had been removed or wasn't put in yet to finish the back wall of uh, Uffici, and the the encasing of the of the oratory of Santos Apostolos, and and there it was. And again, I, I put this in as sort of accessory, but it, but it, it was. We went up to the get together, and then during the get together, that he's, that um, uh, someone shouted out, someone whom I have great affection for, shouts out, "Father, what what oratory do you do you like best?" Uh, does it, what oratory pleases you most here in in uh, Bella Tevere? And he said, the street, the street, because that's where we have to celebrate the holy sacrifice of the mass. And that's where, and, and the mass is, of course, I'm, I'm now I'm, I'm at living here, but the mass being the action, which is the finishing of work. It, 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 in fact, the mass is the work of Christ, of giving himself to death, obedient, of obedience to death on the cross. And so Christ on the cross is the meaning is the meaning of work and the fortitude consists in finishing it in the small things. The outline for the meditation, accompany the people around you, your friends, colleagues, relatives, and especially others in the work. Accompany them with your example, your teaching, your work, your calm, your cheerfulness, question, do I try to help those around me patiently? Patiently, the word comes from patior, pati, pasusum, which means to suffer. So to be patient is to suffer. And to finish in the work, to finish the work demands suffering adapting to the pace God sets. And the next question here in the outline is you should strive to win over the guardian angel of the person you want to draw close, etc. Then adhere to the angels. And then, I don't know if they have more on, on, on fortitude, but that, probably not, because I was supposed to finish with that, with the, uh, but the, um, uh, so anyways, that's, that's the point we should take, take to our Lord here is the fortitude in mastering ourselves, we have the, again, the spirit of the small things, uh, such great spiritual reading as the book of Abandonment to Divine Providence or uh, Kitty Muggeridge's book, The Grace of the Present Moment, uh, to, um, to live now, nunc cepi, I begin now, now, now. The, the present moment is, and as De Calçad says in the beginning of that book, as I recall, 
is that we, th we think that God revealed himself in the beginning, and we he think we revealed himself in scripture, he revealed himself in this moment. Of course, the Second Vatican Council says the revelation is the very person of Christ, but they calcite in this book on, on abandonment to divine providence is that God is revealing himself moment by moment. So what is the will of God for me? Now, now, this particular moment in which you and I have to finish the prayer, we have to try to put ourselves in the presence of God and expose ourselves to him here in this third, at this third moment of the day of recollection, finish the day of recollection. Um, and this takes fortitude. You may not feel like it. You don't want to hear more talk out of the priest. But uh, it's perhaps in, these, in the moment, as our father said, tired soldiers uh, many times win the battle because the grace, the grace, the love of God is given to them when they don't feel like it at all. And the, the light comes, the insight comes. And if you will stay with it and finish it with fortitude, it's given to you to see. And then when you see, then you can, then it starts again. That prudence then gives you, it gives you the opening to justice. Justice then gives you uh, the opening to fortitude and, and temperance again opens you up again so that the, the virtues keep flowing in, in this circular way. Um, and I may be finished <laughs> in terms of these explanatory ways, which is not important for you now. A little bit is okay, but, but what you know, I think what you, what you and I have to do is, uh, are we strong enough? I, I would put this question to you. Uh, are you strong enough to tell the truth about yourself? Are you, are you strong enough to master yourself, to live the sincerity that you, you may abhor living? Um, or to make the apology you should make, but you don't, you know, it's humiliating, so you will kind of evade it and, and uh, zigzag out of it. You don't want to face it or whatever that's going on in you, the, the, the truth of you, that this is where it's really tough because we, it's, it's easy to spot the, the, the problem in the rest and the others. But to be able to say, and, or at least be open to being shown, and you don't want to see it really, you, really, you don't want to know too much. Uh, I mean, I just had the, the CAT scan a couple of days ago, and then I got a report yesterday, and uh, thank God I wasn't waiting to hear it, but uh, the, the report was fine. There's nothing, nothing irregular here. <laughs> well, that's good news, for the moment anyway. And, but, you know, it's, you, to, to hear, to wait for the, the bad report, or to find out what's really going on, what's going on on the, on the inside that I can't see or that I don't want to see. Now that takes fortitude, it takes strength, it takes humility, but above all, it's gonna take fortitude to uh, be open to receive and to hear, because you may not wanna hear it. No, you don't, clearly, you don't wanna hear it, because to hear it puts you into a state of responsibility, and then you, because you would know, and then you have to act, and you may be loath to act, because it's gonna be costly, embarrassing, difficult, People will think bad, badly of you, perhaps, if you say that, or if they know it. <laughs> the consequences will be X, Y, and Z. And the reality is in the spirit of the work, in the spirit, in the spirit of Christ, and let's leave the work out of it, the spirit of Christ, 
to live the truth about self and to open yourself up to that, to have the fortitude and the strength to do that, uh, is to already be healed. You're free. As soon as you can give it away, as soon as you can open it up, as soon as you can just let them slice the pus and let the pus run, uh, you're healing. And you, you fear that. You fear that. But it's like anything else, in, in, which is a great analogy. The body is a great analogy to the, to the spirit because we're, we're one. We are body, soul, one person. And so the, the analogies of the body and the, to, to the, the truths of the spirit are so closely united because it's one person living it. It's, you know, the, the body is the person. The, this person is not the soul. I mean, if that imagination dominates you, get rid of it. Because your person is not your soul. Your person is your body, too. It's you. You are one thing. As our Lord, when he rose from the dead, uh, they come up to him and they're astounded uh, because they had seen him dead on the cross. And then he's risen and they come up and he says, feel me, touch me. So the divine eye says, here, feel me. And he says, because I don't, I am not a ghost. So the, um, to open up self, speak truth, and then to act on that and to um, take that home. Let, and it's not a case of you, you know, now open, taking it home and solving it. You can't solve it either. What you've got to do is to, is to obey the spirits here, is to is to go into your room to come to our Lord in the sacrament, come or wherever, 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 uh, and let the Spirit come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Come, speak to me, show me, and then give me. And now I can't do it either. Now that I see it, I don't know what I can't do it. And so you're going to have to give me the doing. No, you're going to have to give me the wanting. Yes, the doing too but I to even want it. So, Lord, I come to you with a, a kind of indifference, a bourgeois uh, escape, mm. and, uh, and, and I'm looking for a distraction, so I'm not bothered by it, and I will go on to other things which will capture my attention. Uh, see, to have the fortitude now, we're talking fortitude, I think, but to have the fortitude to keep exposing yourself to the Lord, that he enter in... Uh, show you, then give you desire, and now do it. But you can't do it without him. Sinite nihil. Without you, nothing. Why? Because you are the creator. So anything that's good, anything going on in me, is from you. 